Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks... To never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Two teas in a pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. Hey guys, it is Tamara Judge with Two Teas in a Pod. I have Whitney with me from Salt Lake City, and we are going to recap Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of New York, and Crappy Lake. Hey, Whitney. Hey, Tamara. Thanks for having me back. Yes. Now, Whitney, do you watch all the Housewife shows? Um, Not all of them anymore. I used to. But once I became a housewife, I'm a little more selective. Yeah. Isn't that funny how that happens? You're like, I live it. I know how it goes down. I don't want to watch it. It changed it for me. <laughs> Do you like watching yourself? No, I cringe. I hate Does it. anybody? Um, I have a few castmates that watch themselves multiple times. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I won't no. name anything. Probably <laughs> <laughs> I, I have can't. to just watch it to know what's in it. And then right. I can't ever watch it again. I watch the screener and I'm done. I never watch it on the big screen. I watch it very little on my phone and that's it. And I can't, I can't even hear my voice. Like sometimes I'll send it to Eddie and he'll watch it. I'm like, turn it down. I don't want to hear my voice. I'm the exact same way. The other day there was a repeat of Salt Lake on and I, it was just on my TV and I was like, who turned this on? (laughs) No. Do your kids (laughs) like to watch it or to watch themselves? Um, they love it. Yes. I tried to, I used to screen the show from them, but now they're old enough where they can find it. So I just let them watch it. Yeah. Now you're, have you been keeping up with Atlanta? Um, okay. So I've watched the last couple this season. Yes. Okay. But I fell off Atlanta for a couple of years. It used to be my favorite though. I yeah. was a diehard OG Atlanta fan. I feel like they need some tweaking on this cast. Yeah, they lost me just for a minute. And I don't know if it's just because I've been doing Salt Lake City or what it is. But yes, what is going on? Okay, let's let's, lost the essence. (laughs) Let's break it down. Now, Sonia takes a pregnancy test and finds out she is pregnant. Now, she's been talking about getting pregnant for a couple seasons now. So it's finally happening. Sonia and Ross tell her family by making shirts that say we're pregnant. So you saw this episode, right? 
Yes. Yes. Okay. So Sonia's parents and sister tell her they are looking to get an apartment to move into. Do you think at this time when she's pregnant, she, you know, she has had her family live with them for a while. Um, and I get it. Like you want, you know, my mom lives with us, but we ha have a casita on our property. So she has her own entrance. Sometimes I don't see her for weeks, but would you be okay with your in-laws living with you? And would you want that extra help with a new baby coming? Okay. So I wouldn't want my in-laws to live with me. Um, my dad lived with me for a very long time and it was very difficult. Yeah. However, as someone who's had kids without family support, it would be so nice to have family to help. Yes. So, so nice. Especially yeah, with a so newborn nice. and how busy she is. Yes. Exactly. And you know, that girl is disciplined. Yeah. And I don't know how, like how she would keep up with her life and not have help. Like, I know. Well, she did say that she would talk, talked about, you know, hiring a nanny, but I feel like there's such a nice calming feeling to know that your mom is with your newborn yeah. or with your toddler or you know, I, your children I in general. Had that, so I, I never had that. So I would crave that. Yeah. My mom has always been around. So I've been very lucky in that sense. Now, Ross, I would have to say was, he's another one that I'm, there's zero douchebag in this guy. Um, when they found out, when he found out that she was pregnant, he was so excited, kind of disbelief, like what? Yes, you're pregnant. Oh my God. And I felt like the t-shirts, like, you know, going into the family and like turning around and the shirts say we're pregnant. That was a cute touch, right? It was so cute. He's so endearing and you can he, tell he's really tender. He is. He's super, super sweet. I just think that Sonia, let your family stay a little bit. Yeah. You're going to need that help. At least the first six months until the baby's on a sleeping cycle. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now this next relationship, obviously we know what, what comes out of it. They're filed for divorce, but Drew and Ralph go on a date. Drew brings up how Ralph stopped marriage counseling. Ralph said he didn't like how Dr. Ken was holding him accountable for his bad behavior. Like who does he think he is even saying that? He also feels that counseling brings up topics that lead to divorce. Duh. Obviously, that's why you're there. That's why you're there. That's I mean, if you have to go to marriage counseling because you're in a bad spot and the counselor is telling you, you're an asshole, huh? but you just don't want to hear it. She deserves so much better. Just the way he talks to her. And I know you haven't watched the prior season, but back then he's just always been so condescending to her and like saying things like he did in this week's episode. This, this is a very intellectual way. What this is very intellectual. What I'm saying. It's like, okay, what are you trying to say? I'm not going to understand you. I would have popped him one. I seriously would have karate chopped him right into the Adam's apple. Yeah. And I especially did not like when she was like, Hey, I just, and for the next 10 days, I'm going to be working on this video with Todd. And so I just want to make sure you're good at home. And he was, when he's like, I've always been booked and busy or whatever he said to her. What does he do? I have no idea what he does. Last I heard he was trying out for magic Mike oh, in Vegas. <laughs> That's everything. I mean, I'm sure I would love for my yeah, husband to do that. Not. Yeah, good for you, sir. But Drew, like, you shouldn't be asking your man. You should, like, he shouldn't be telling you that. He should be saying, yes, um, I got it covered. I have your back. I yeah. support you. Good luck. What do you need? It's going to be stressful for you being away from the kids. And by the way, Ralph, those are your kids. You're not yeah. babysitting. Those are your children. It kills me to hear a man say, I can't really 
babysit the kids because you're a kid you're not babysitting yeah yeah i i feel bad for drew um Me but too. i met her at BravoCon, and she was amazing she's Such super like sweet a ray of light and like so sweet yeah, she's um, she's been on the pod a couple times, and she's filled in for me. And uh, she's she's just a very sweet girl. We did Family Feud recently, Atlanta yes. versus Orange County, and she was there. She's so kind. Who wasn't there was Candy. Kenya tells Candy and Shamia that she is thinking of having another baby with the frozen embryos she had with ex Mark. They bring up surrogacy, and Kenya says she would be worried that she wouldn't get that she would get jealous of her surrogate. Um, but you did not go through any IVF or anything like that, correct? No. Mm -mm. Okay. Um, I mean, the part of being pregnant, I mean, it's so fun until it's not fun. Right. I mean, towards the end, but bonding and all that, I've always thought about it. Like, what would it be like to have a surrogate? Would you be able to handle that? You know what? I, at this point I'd have to, I had a hysterectomy at 35. So oh, you I did. Yeah, I had to get an emergency hysterectomy last year. Yeah, so wait, I've, I've did actually we hear about this? Um, did you talk about it all? Only on my podcast. Oh my god! Yeah, gosh. I haven't really publicly shared too much. Um, I'm still personally processing it. It's been a little actually emotional and traumatic for me. Um, I wasn't expecting that, but but um, you're good, right? You're good. Fine. Yeah, I'm. So if that's what's important, your yeah, health is good. I just had, it had to come out. Like I couldn't, yeah. so I'm, I keep waiting for that. I go, I, my next appointment is September 1st and, uh, I keep waiting because my mom and my grandmother both had to have hysterectomies because they had, um, like tumors, but they were benign, but they were tumors and they had to get it removed, but yeah, you don't want to mess with it. Honestly, I don't want to mess with it. It's, it's emotional, but I have to say it is amazing. Like well, I, I don't have to worry, I don't yeah. have to wear whatever I want to wear all the time and not stress, you know, vacation. Yeah. No period. No period. That's what I'm saying. I don't have to worry about yeah. like the beach, the pool. Um, but back to the surrogacy though, I thought a lot about this because you have mothers who raise adopted children and right. have a beautiful bond. You also yeah. have mothers who never bond with their baby and neglect them you know? Absolutely. I think Absolutely. a lot of it is a lot of the bond. Yes, there is something beautiful about having the life inside of you. Yeah. But also I think the bond is built when you're taking care of someone. For sure. For sure. But, but sure. yeah. Yeah. But I get what Kenya's saying. You know, it's, it's, it's different. That's all it is. It's different. It's still your child. You still love them if it's adoption or surrogacy or however it happens. But it's, you know, it's something to think about, like having a, the your hysterectomy. I remember at 38, I'm like, do I have another baby? Is this it for me? Do you get a vasectomy? Like, what do we do? And then you realize at that time, like, okay, the sh if you do that, it's permanent and the shop is closed. And in a woman's mind, it's, I don't know what it is. It's almost like what I'm made to do, I can't do anymore. Yeah. And it's emotional. Mm -hmm. it, it's almost, it's part of your feminine energy and your power. And yeah. it's the, being able to create is, you know, divine. So yeah. it, it's a hard, I don't know. I, I'm a very, I can be a jealous person. So it'd be hard for me, but I would just have to really like focus on the positive of it. Cause I always thought there was one more for me. Really? Had, yeah. And I've had many like spiritual leaders say that they've like, since there's another baby. Well, maybe you'll adopt one day. Yeah, maybe. 
Yeah, you never know. But uh, you know what? Kenya's house, I didn't realize it before, is so beautiful. It's gorgeous. Her front door is insane. I know. I'm like, holy shit. And what I love hell? that it's kind of like in the trees, the woods, you know? I know. That's where I'm at right now. I'm in my big bear house. What, oh, all, you are? Yeah. Yeah. We bought a house um, beginning of the month. We closed escrow. Congratulations. Is, is his name Mark? No, what's what's Kenya's? Mark, I believe. Yeah. Is he in the picture with her daughter? I think he is. Yes, I think he is from what she said, but I don't know if they're on good terms. Okay. Like I can't imagine like if you're on good terms with your ex and mm -hmm. you're like, you know, I want another, you know, Brooklyn wants a sibling, like, you know, yeah. But if you're in bad terms, that can even cause even more problems. But I, I mean, I hope it works out for her for sure. Yeah. But Kenya, let's move on. Kenya says Martel didn't pay for Sheree's, Sheree's birthday dinner. It cost $1,500. He asked all the ladies for their cash app to chip in. Now, should a boyfriend be asking? Shouldn't they be paying? They should be paying. I mean, I don't know his financial situation, but, and also, did he arrange this? Like, if you arrange a birthday dinner, like my husband arranged a birthday dinner for me, invites everybody, he will pay. He's going to pay. Absolutely. They didn't really say. I don't know why they didn't film it because her birthday was during filming time. Oh, I wonder if that's one of those things they're going to flash back to. I don't know. I mean, I think that a boyfriend. I think that if he invites the women and he throws the party. Yeah. Because if someone invites you to dinner, they establish at the beginning, like, oh, we're going to do separate checks or I'll, right. I'll pay the check. Can you Venmo me? Right. But if it's for your girl's birthday and you're with successful women, like you should be paying, even if you can't afford it, be a baller and just like front it for a minute. Yes. Charge it. Just charge it. Seriously. Just charge it. Successful rich friends. Like, come on, dude. But did you hear Sheree say, I got a, um, oh God, what was the purse that he bought her? Alexander, yeah. which is better than yeah. Alexander McQueen purse. But, you know, he's not into high-end stuff. <laughs> I'm like, that is kind of a high-end purse, girl. It is high-end. And McQueen's one of my favorite designers, actually. Um, but I laughed at the shade of that. That was... I know. It's like, oh, my God. So Ralph shows up to Drew's mental health retreat and hugs all the women before Drew. Drew says Ralph has been distant since date night. And this is typical Ralph acting cold with her instead of speaking his mind. Did Drew, now I saw him walk in. Did Drew actually ignore him by hugging Ross or was it intentional? Did you pick up on that? Um, I didn't pick up on that, but that's a fair question. However, like she hugged Ross. That's one person. Yeah, he it was kind seven. of like as he was walking in. He like Ross went was down the line of women. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like even if she did ignore him or give him the cold shoulder, it was one person versus like seven or eight. I'm going to say Ralph clearly purposely walked past his wife. He's doing a him. bit. He's, he's yeah. He's being yeah. a little bitch is what he was being. Yeah. <laughs> Marla pulling up, drop it with Drew website. <laughs> Made me laugh. Um, there was no website. It was not gone. a 404 notification. Isn't uh, not is? the 404 <laughs> notification. No longer. Um, my, do you think drop it with Drew is just for TV? 
And do you have anybody on your cast that does that? Like where they just bring up certain things or businesses just to promote on TV, but they're not really affiliated with it. Um, yes. That annoys the shit out of me. thousand percent. And if even just looking at Jen Shaw, she had like five businesses. But did she really? No. No. Okay. She yeah. watched- did you notice Cynthia in the background? I did. I love Cynthia. They need her back so bad. I think they need her back and they need Portia back. Yes, absolutely. I love Phaedra as well, but I don't think she's moved on to married with medicine, I think. So I don't know if she will come back. The OG cast. I'm telling you that first couple of years were the best. I know. Hold on to that snowflake because the OGs are always the best. Yeah. I yeah. love Portia um, doing girls trip with her. Oh, uh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. We did girls trip and I just like respect her so much. She's such a good housewife. Well, I'll tell you my experience with her. I did a commercial in Mexico city and she was in, in the commercial as well. And I was always very intimidated by her because she's such a big personality. And I thought, Oh God, she's not going to like me. She's not going to like me. Like I was really worried about it. She was the most girls girl I've ever met in my entire life. Let me fix you. Let me do this. Oh, your booty's So cute. Let me show some more boobs. Like she was so sweet. So your nice. Personal hype girl, huh? Yes. And she's she like, was- she loves her girls. She's sweet. You know, I mean, unless you're on the show and she's throwing shade at you, but I, I just love yeah. her. I mean, I got, I got shade from her just for a couple minutes, but other than that, like she, and I was, I was the same way. I was nervous because I went with some big personalities and I was nervous about it, but Portia was the most supportive. Like she's the glue of the group. Like she really brought it together and she, if someone's having a hard moment, she'll, she'll come for you, but then she'll build you right back up. You know, I hope she comes back. Bravo, hire her back, please. She's killing it too. Do you watch her social media? I do. I do. She's always killing it. Now, um, I noticed that Candy was not invited to Sheree's birthday party. And Sheree had the best comeback ever because I, you don't know this because you haven't really been watching, but Candy really is too busy to film. She's got so much going on that when they have group events, she's like, Oh, I got to leave early or she's not at a dinner or something. She's always, she's too busy. So Sheree says, Candy can't show up for the group. She won't show up to my party. Clearly she was referring to, she can't even show up to film. Yeah. You want to invite her to my birthday party? Yeah. What do you think Candy's holding on to? Cause it's not I, like, I think Candy's, Oh, you mean staying on the show? Yeah. Cause she is so busy. She has so many other things going on. Well, I don't think it's the money. I'm sure she's paid amazingly, but she obviously is self-made and worldwide and all those things. Um, I just think that it's a really good platform. It is, a, you know, I know for myself, like even when I was gone through the two years, you know, people, you start to dwindle a little bit. You try to make, keep yourself relevant, but it's not always that easy. It's one of those things in reality TV, out of sight, out of mind. So I don't know, maybe she enjoys it. I don't, Candy's so like, there's no expression hardly ever. Best poker face face ever. So I don't know why. When I think of Atlanta, I think of Candy. For sure. Um, I'm a big fan of hers, but like, yeah, I just think if you can all, you can kind of tell that it's, like she's not, her heart's not there right now. It doesn't seem like it. That's yeah. for sure. But it, um, but it has to be if she keeps holding on to it. I mean, I get and, it. It's like- and I love her banter with her husband, Todd, because you know the backstory about Todd, right? Um, Like when they first started dating? Yes. So Todd worked for production. 
No, I did not know that. Yeah. So Todd worked for production. This is 10 years ago. So he was part of the production team. And I don't know if he's producer or what exactly his role was. I think it was producer. And they fell in love. And they've been together ever since. So he went from behind the camera to in front of the camera. No, how did I not know that? I, well, it was so long. It was 10 years ago. You were very born. Remember. You were only you were only five then. <laughs> 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 Little girl. Little girl. Little girl. No, I just remember the family really giving her a hard time for dating him. The mom, Mama Joyce has never accepted him. And I think that she expected uh, Candy to marry like some multimillionaire. And Todd works, you know, and he takes care of the kids. So evidently, that's what Drew said, daddy daycare. But, you know, I don't see a problem with it where there's, you know, it's balanced. There's a lot of men that make tons of money and the women don't work at all or they don't make as much money. Does I don't think that people have to, marriage couples have to have like, well, I make this much, so you should make that much. Yeah, no, we've, we've um, evolved way beyond that. Yeah, we've gone up and down. When I met Eddie, I was barely making anything on the show and he was working at his dad's law firm making a ton of money. Yeah. Then he left to go start cut fitness and salary went down, then went up and then down. Like, you know, it, it's a partnership. Yeah. Especially being an entrepreneur too. Like a lot of money comes in and then no money, then a lot of money, then no money, maybe a little money. So it's all relative. You know, I think as long as they're happy and they're doing their thing, that's fine. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is 
and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about being called a bitch. Manata brings up how Courtney called her cousin-in-law a bitch, talking about Drew. She made a comment like, this bitch even questioned me. Courtney denies it and says she would never use the word bitch. Moments later, they see her on the mic saying, bitch. Was Courtney using the word bitch derogatory in a derogatory way? I, I mean, I'm not offended by that word. Yeah, I I agree. I'm not really offended by it. It's a slang word. You can, yeah. it all depends on the tone, but I do appreciate a good flash too. Oh. She, I think she was using it in a derogatory way in that yeah. moment because it wasn't like, like a bitch or like, like it what was up, like, bitch? No, like it wasn't yeah, bad. It was, it was like, like bitch. That. It was like, can you believe this bitch is how she said it, I think. Right, right. I mean, like, using the word bitch is not necessarily a term of endearment. No. But like you said, when it comes to the tone and how you say it, like you can make it sound really bad. You can make anything sound really bad with your tone. So Courtney, watch out for those flashbacks because they will always come and bite you in the ass. They will haunt you. I know. So fan thoughts. Why is Sheree always dating broke men? Now, I don't know that he's broke. I don't know that much about him. But I guess she has a passive dating. But didn't she date a professional athlete? He wasn't broke. I don't know. I think there's a difference between broke and like cheap. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe he's just frugal. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, I, maybe it wasn't his idea to throw the party. Maybe the girls threw it and he showed up. I still think he should have just charged it and been a baller. But, you know, I don't know. Sheree, yeah. Sheree is intriguing to me, though, with her dating life. I love her. Huh? I absolutely love her. She's, She's so just fabulous. Have you met her in person? Yeah. yeah. She, uh, yep. I met her at BravoCon. Yeah. If you spend any amount of time with her, she is so soft-spoken, so sweet, rarely says anything bad about anybody. Like she's just really a good girl. Now people think that Courtney needs to go. I'm going to agree with that. Uh, another comment was Drew and Ralph are so passive aggressive with each other. Well, I think that their relationship obviously was really bad and they were just doing the best they can on camera. Mm-hmm. And somebody said they want Cynthia back. So it was nice to see Cynthia. She's just so beautiful. So sweet. So funny. So that's it for Atlanta. We are going to move on to my new favorite. Have you been, you have to be watching this. Yeah. I've been watching New York. Okay. Real Housewives of New York reboot is freaking amazing. And I, I just, I'm excited. It's one of those shows that I'm super excited to see. Now, here's the thing. I love all the OGs and I love that show too. This one to me almost feels like it's a totally different show. It's totally a completely different show. I think that it's a breath of fresh air and I really enjoy that there are the natural friendships, just like the OGs. Yeah. 
And yeah. I think that the natural friendships, the different um, backgrounds, the, you know, it's just an amazing cast. So Bryn says when she was in first grade, she drank a bottle of Dimetap cough syrup because she wanted to sleep forever. When she was a senior in high school, she got a call from her dad that he was dying in the ICU from liver cancer. He went up, she went up every weekend and developed a relationship with him. This scene like seriously broke my heart. It made me appreciate Brent even more, um, understand her a little bit better. Um, you know, obviously she had a really bad relationship with her dad, but you know, at the end of the day, it's still her dad. It's still her dad. Now, would have you forgiven your father if you were Bren? You know what? I think that her forgiving her father says everything about her. I think that it, she needs forgiveness isn't always about the other person. It's about right. ourselves too. And right. I think for her as a woman and moving forward from that, her trauma, her childhood trauma and abuse and neglect, she needs to forgive her father and understand that he was doing his best. However, my father's still alive. I don't speak to him. Um, mm -hmm. so this, that watching her in that moment made me cry. I, you know, I it, thought about it, you because I knew you were going to be on the podcast today. So I thought, oh God, this has probably got to be a really tough moment. Yeah. I didn't know where you stood with your dad right now, but we've seen in the past, you know, it hasn't been great. No, and but I think that forgiveness isn't always about the other person. It's about ourselves and it's about killing our own hearts too. Yeah. And I, I really respect that she um, has grown and has the courage to do that. I think she's such a good character on the show. I mean, it explains a lot why she's always so funny and lighthearted and joking and all the things she's done. It's like, I feel like people that are like that, they try to mask a lot of pain from the past and, you know, they don't want to talk about serious things because, you know, it's so heartbreaking. And last week we saw she talked about her, you know, just growing up and her parents and being raised by her grandparents and all that stuff. It's just really sad. Um, I did like that all the women were sweet and supportive and nobody threw any shade because, you yeah. know, it doesn't matter what's going on. Somebody can always show, throw shade on housewives. Oh, when I shared, because for le legal reasons, I chose not to share details of my childhood abuse mm -hmm. um, and my cast threw shade at me for it. See, that's just wrong. They questioned it. They didn't acknowledge it. And um, I thought it was so beautiful that they all supported her. That yeah, so was, did I. That's, that's what housewives needs right now. Right. That's what stood yeah. out in my head when I saw this. It's like everybody rallied around her, supported her. Nobody had any shady comments in their interviews. It just was like, it just made it even that much more real. Like, don't make somebody question it by somebody's shady comment in, you know, in uh, confessionals. But I did like that Bren said something that I tell my kids all the time. You choose happiness. Yeah. Like it's not easy to be happy all the time, but you have the ability to wake up and go, you know what? I'm going to be happy today. No, life isn't perfect, but I'm going to try to make the best of it. And, and it shows because she's just, from what we see on the show, she's a happy go lucky. Um, watching her, especially when she gets around the other women's kids. Yeah. She turns into a big kid. That always makes me smile. I just, yes, love it. Yeah. I know. Now, Jessel calls the ladies cackling old hags. <laughs> Would you be offended by that? You know what? I, I have been called so much worse, so I would not be offended by that. And I understand like the British humor. One right. of my good friends is from England and I mean, she calls everyone a wanker, yeah. you know? 
So I guess I'm just used to it. I didn't, I didn't see any offense in that. I feel like they were reaching for a reason to be mad at her. For sure. I am not easily offended, period. There's very little that, well, you know, if that's your opinion, if that's what you think, then whatever, I don't really give a shit. But I mean, if somebody comes after me as a mom, I think that's the one thing that I will get offended by. Yeah, for sure. So Jessel tells the ladies that she went to work to a work dinner after the Hamptons trip. Aaron asked if she's working now and Jessel is offended by Aaron's comment. She finds it condescending since she has been a fashion publicist for years. Um, I personally did not find it offensive. She had admitted that she was on maternity leave. She has twins. She never talked about going back to work. Do you think Aaron was being shady? I don't think Aaron was being shady. I don't either. Yeah. I, I felt like that entire conversation was them just not listening to each other. And I feel like Erin, if she's being shady, she'll just be like straight out shady. She doesn't care. For sure. Yes. So I didn't think she was trying to offend anybody. She was on maternity leave End of story. Stop it. I feel like uh, this girl gets offended over everything. I've watched every episode and I could have told you that she thinks she's a princess. Jezel thinks she is a princess. She didn't have to tell us that <laughs> we already knew it. Yeah. And like, what's, she just needs to own it. I know, but I think Jezel has a lot of issues because she's got built up anger inside. Cause she hasn't had sex with her husband yet. And it's been two years or something crazy like that. Um, Bryn says that hand jobs are back. Are they? Uh, well, I'm going to talk to you about that in a second. And Uba says anything with a job in it, just <laughs> she doesn't want it. Um, are you, are you giving hand jobs? Because I feel like he's got his own hand. He can do his own job. Sid, I, the hand jobs are so like 20 years ago. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't do hand jobs anymore. What you do when you're a teenager? Don't benefit me. Why would <laughs> I get hand jobs? <laughs> maybe to get things going, maybe a little rubby dubby dub, but I'm not going to sit there to the finish end to do a hand but job. Ain't happening. A good warm up. Like, hi, are you there? Uh, and by the way, if you're doing a hand job, won't you go on to the doing the deed? Listen, I'm not doing the deed unless I'm benefiting too. So yeah, I, yeah. it has to be a win-win. I mean, me. this is not something I'm going to add to my list of things to do. I'm oh, not no. going to be it's like, okay. nowadays, like, I don't know about you, but I like at the end of the day, after being on my phone and computer, like the yes. last thing I'm thinking about is another way to work out my hands. Yeah. Nope. Not doing it. Don't need any extra carpal tunnel pain by giving a hand job. Not Since happening. I I hope that she figures it out though. I mean, it's, it's her relationship, but I do feel like she projects a lot of those pains on to the other women. Like, the- yes. And it, and I, I know from personal experience when you're in a bad relationship and you're filming, um, it, it comes through, it'll come through and it's coming through. And I feel like watching her and her husband together in scenes is extremely painful. Just the way she looked at him for having a carrot inside of his champagne, which is weird anyways, but I probably would look to Eddie and be like, what are you doing? What, what's that all about? Yeah. Or just ignore it. So no one brings attention to it. I know, but she wants to, okay. you know, yeah. throw him under the bus and roll him over. Right. We'll see. I don't have a strong opinion about her yet. I really don't. I, cause um, I, I have compassion. I can see that she's probably just coming out of postpartum stuff, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I think that she's the least strongest character on the show cast member on the show to me I'm very invested in all of them I do feel like I mean I like her but I feel like she's not as a strong personality as some of the other girls 
Now, Aaron and Jezel meet up to talk, which I thought this was an epic scene. Jezel says Tribeca is really up and coming and has potential. Aaron says, as a real estate person, Jezel's comment is ridiculous and comes off like she knows nothing about New York City. Aaron tells Jessel she thinks she is used to being treated a certain way and a princess. Jessel says a princess who doesn't work, apparently. She tells Aaron that she embraces women who are working and Aaron tells her to watch it. Um, this whole scene was bizarre to me and funny and good and all those things. But first of all, Aaron, Jessel wasn't born and raised in New York. Right. I don't know how long she's been in New York. I didn't catch that, but she probably obviously doesn't have her boroughs down in New York in Tribeca obviously is an amazing place. Yeah. And it, it's like established old money, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's where you want to be and, uh, and that's where Aaron is. So you're shitting on Aaron's hood right now is what you're doing. Who is a proud New Yorker. I know. And raised. I know. I mean, I don't know it. And then she goes on, Aaron goes on to call Jessel a lunatic as she walks out the door. She's a lunatic. Now, whose side were you on in this conversation? Like we talked about it a minute ago. She wasn't trying to shade her in any way. She thought she was on maternity leave. She clearly knows that she has a career. And at her party, we see how big her career is because there's a lot of big names. Huge names. I think that it was one of those moments where Jezel just didn't have, she's not standing in her power. She's not standing her, on her own two feet. So when someone else is coming at you strong in their conviction, yeah. it's easy to kind of backpedal, right? Yeah. So I think yeah. it comes back to what you said earlier. She's just not as strong. But she clearly has it. Because in this conversation, I, when I first watched it, I was more with Aaron. Yeah. I can, I have sympathy for Jezel because I see that she's just trying to own her power and it's hard to go against someone who's strong and Aaron I agree on that I agree on that and Jezel I mean she is a mom of twins one-year-old twins so I mean there's so much going on in that brain right now and then not having a great relationship with her husband and all this and I don't think that she was trying to shade by saying that Tribeca is an up-and-coming she just didn't know I think so too. She just didn't know. So I don't know. I mean, at first I thought for sure I was on Aaron's side, but now after talking to you, I'm like, you know what? Maybe, you know, I'm not on anybody's side. Yeah. I'm not on anybody's side. Um, but at Jezel's party, they FaceTime Jenna to ask her where she is. And she shows she is decorating her Christmas tree. Now, Bryn says she thought there was an event Jenna had to go to. And um, it's not an event in their minds, it is decorating a Christmas tree at her house with her family. I don't know if they were all family, but her son was there. Her son and her godchildren. Godchildren. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, she didn't say where the event was. It's still an event. She had like, it looked like a party to me. She had a chef there. She had people there. They were decorating the Christmas tree. She but also said that she doesn't spend that much time with her son. She doesn't get to see him very often. So if she had to choose decorating well, she Christmas tree with her family or going to a fashion party. I'm sure she goes to a lot of fashion parties. Oh, absolutely. And I, what we've seen so far, like everything is an event for Jenna. Like she goes all out for everything. Everything. Yeah. Well, Bren calls her Jenna Lyon instead of Jenna Lyons. And I don't think, I think she was just being snarky. I don't think she was lying. She just couldn't attend because she had an event at her house. Yeah. She is spending Christmas with her son. 
and her godchildren. I think she just didn't. I mean, when she first said she had something and then she was like, I don't know. She was kind of shady in her bit. She's like, right. I don't know what I have, but I have something. So she just didn't want to go, number one, which is fine. Right. So, yeah, it's holidays with your son who you don't see all the time. That's an event. But I kind of feel like Jenna doesn't even know what this reality show is about. I feel like a lot of times she's just there like, huh, what? What? Huh? She always has this look on her face like, what did I sign up for? Yeah. Right. But so the event was at her house. Get over it, girls. Uh, Aaron then whines about the two buck chalk wine at the party. And Bren says, I with two buck chalk. (laughs) She never has a shortage of one liners ever. No, she kind of reminds me of Heather in that way. My Heather. Yeah. Heather Heather does have great confessionals. Always on it, like with the one liners. I mean, this party, the fashion, the guest, I feel like I buy my clothes at Target after watching all these, the, so dressed up when that one lady came in with the, I don't even know who she is. She was, um, editor or something, yeah, an editor, a big editor, editor for Vogue, I think, or that, a major magazine. Yeah. With the red dots and all that <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, well, I would never know who that is. Would you? No, I wouldn't. And, and I, yeah. They, I mean, their style, their fashion, everything on the show is just so point on. And I'm like, how do they do it? I just don't know. I don't have the brain to sit there and try to pick out outfits when I have to go. Like if I'm traveling and I have to pack my suitcase, it's torture to me. Torture. Are you like me? I have a closet full of clothes, shoes and bags. And I go in there and I'm like, I have nothing to wear. That's how I am. And then I I have it together. Yeah. I don't know how to put it together. And then if I have an event or something I have to do, I'm like, I never shop my own closet. I just go on revolve and just buy a new outfit. Same. And then sometimes I buy two or three, then I hang them up. I wear one of them and I forget the other two are even there. And you forget to return them. And then you pull them out and you're like, shit, I could have. Oh, wow. And then I'm like, oh, this one's out of style now. (laughs) Well, listen, Salt Lake City isn't really known for its fashion. We we don't even, the nicest store we have, we have one Louis Vuitton in Salt Lake. Oh, really? Yeah, and then we have Nordstrom. Yeah, well, I that's, yeah. Dillard's, Macy's, you know, like we yeah. don't have, it's not really a thing here. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Orange County, I mean, it could be, but I'm not really like a, um, I'm not one that is going to put labels all over my clothes. I like nice shoes. I like nice belts. Um, I like handbags, but when it comes to, I'm not the one that's going to be wearing Louis Vuitton shorts. It's not, they're cute. I love them, but I feel like they're so out of style so quick and so expensive that I would rather just keep my money in the bank. Well, look at it's, I think wealth is shown in different ways. I mean, look at your house. You have a beautiful home. You just bought your second home. I would argue that both of us are similar in this. I probably eat. I'm more expensive food than like all my, all my money goes to food because I eat organic and healthy and yeah. And that's expensive and traveling. I love, we love to travel. So we always take one or two big, you know, European vacations every single year for a long, except for during COVID. But so it depends, you know, I don't know. I just don't want to, I don't know. It's all, I think it all comes down to your lifestyle too. You're active, you're fit. You're always on the go. Like you're, you know what I mean? If I could wear sweats every single day, I'd be happy. I know that's sad. It's really sad. I either am like full workout or like cocktail. I don't really have an in-between. I don't, that's my problem. You know what I don't have? I don't have shirts. I have workout clothes and I have dresses 
and I have um, jumpsuits, but just to wear like jeans. And I'm like, I don't have any like blouses. I don't ever buy them. I don't know. I, I need a, I need a stylist. Listen, I think you're doing great. Can you get, thank you. Can you get like stylists, like interns, like, you know how Sonia on New York used to get interns and have to pay them and they would do everything for her. Yeah. You need, you need stylist interns. <laughs> but I will have to say, I'm going to give it to Brian for having the best line out of the episode. And when they were talking about how, uh, how Jenna had an event and then she said, well, I guess she calls it an event at her house. And Bryn goes, I guess this morning when I took a shit, I had a gala gala. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Her brain just works overtime with humor. She is so hilarious. So fan thoughts. Jezel is the new Ramona. I could see that. I can see that. How Ramona is just not self-aware and says things and doesn't, Okay. Take ownership. Okay. I think that's what it is. Uh, the conversation between Aaron and Jezel was amazing TV. I think it was too. I think it was, it was good. It was, you know, they're definitely not, they're fake friends. They're not friends, but it was a good conversation. Um, this one, Jezel is becoming the star. So I think people are starting to really see her now where she's kind of been in the back burner a little bit in the first few episodes. Jenna needs to own up to things more. Well, I don't know what she needs to own up to, um, I think she just needs to realize she's on a reality show. <laughs> right. When you say it that way, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like she needs to know what the assignment is, right? Right. She just, yeah. she's just there. She's just so famous in New York city and she uh, just, oh, okay. This is just another event that I need to go to. Everything's an event. <laughs> okay. Let's take a break. And then we're going to come back with crappy Lake. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What? 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Okay, so you haven't seen all the episodes, but let me just tell you, um, I like that it's only thirty minutes. I like that it's quick, it's fast. There's not a lot of drama. Um, I think that they could have wrapped this up in six episodes, but we are still on episode eight or something like that. So the best moments were the motel has been, has new carpeting, new paint, Sonia and Luann's suites are done and there are a new, there are new gutters. So that's very exciting there in a crappy, crappy Lake, wherever they're at. Um, and Sonia says that, uh, is the fastest renovation she has ever seen in her life while moving furniture in, Sonia gets under the bed frame. And jokes, she's behind bars again. She jokes her husband came and she asked for a muffin and her makeup kit So when she was in jail. When he came to pick her up from jail, she wanted a muffin and a makeup kit. She says, no one picked up Luann in jail. She left in her flip-flops. Oh, my God. First of all, have you ever been to jail? No. Okay, thank you. Either have I. And I don't want to. I'm going to knock on wood because you never know what's going to happen while filming. But... (laughs) Right. No, um, Sonia is crazy. She's batshit crazy, but in a good way. She's so funny. Um, she's unhinged at all times. At all times. At all times. Now, the sweets looked better, but they still look like shit. Absolutely. Like Sonia didn't even try to like upgrade bedding. I mean, the carpet that was put, and the carpet that was put in was freaking ugly it looked like they ripped it out of an office that was closing yes I'm like why didn't you just at least put down some um you know luxury vinyl flooring that looked like wood and you know I said it last week that way you can mop up the jizz on the floor instead of just looking at it from a one of those lights like it's just and paint the walls paint the wall I mean it was not good but anyways um Luann and Sonia put on sexy Christmas costumes for Christmas in July. Sonia usually goes commando, shocker, but they are in Bennington. So Benton. So um, I think she wore underwear because her dress was so short. Yeah, well, I remember the woman commenting saying she bent over and we saw her thong. Well, the people in Benton talked about how short Sonia's dress was and how they can see her thong when she bends over. One guy w- went as far as to say when they walked up, they look like hookers. They look like hookers. Um, Sonia says she's trying to be sexy, but the kids are laughing. I don't know why she wants to be sexy for Christmas, but okay. Um, 
And then Tanya says, news alert, Luann thinks everyone knows who she is because her head is so big. <laughs> I think these two are starting to get sick of each other. It, it seems like it. It seems like they're like sisters who've been staying together for too long. Now, if you could do a crappy lake show uh-huh. some, somewhere else, obviously, um, who would you want to do that? It's, I think it's like a six or eight week commitment. You go, you stay in a hotel. Who would you want to do that with? Um, from my own cast or anyone? Um, your own cast. My own cast. Probably Angie Katsunavis, for sure. I love Angie. We would have so much fun. Uh, It is really a great concept for a show. And I really hope that they franchise it or every season it's somebody new, a new couple of girls from Housewives. Like, I I think it's a cute concept. And like I I said, if I was renovating, I would really renovate. Like, I'd, I'd put a lot of energy into it. Well, that's my jam. I yeah. love to renovate. We, I was up here at Big Bear last week, stripped wallpaper, painted. I did. If I could do flooring, I would do flooring too. But it's so hard to get contractors up here. So I have to wait until somebody, I'm like, I can't just sit and look at this shit. I have to start working. So Luann and Sonia give a speech to the town during the Christmas and July event. Sonia says Luann thinks everyone knows who they are because, <laughs> because her head is so big. Sonia says the therapist calls it illusions de grandeur. Are Sonia and Luann, I think they're starting to get fed up with each other is what I think is going on. You know, I haven't seen all of the episodes, but watching just that one, for sure. Like you can tell they're starting to pick on each other a little bit. I mean, I couldn't, let's say I did it with Vicky. Um, I spent a lot of time with Vicky, but I think tight quarters like that, six weeks, we get on each other's nerves. And people want to see that. I think that's normal. Well, you and Vicky have the history of that, right? Yes. 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 So what is not normal is Paula Abdul showing up to Crappy Lake. Um, She surprises the group of girls dancers who are training for the show. They have Paula take a picture with the girls. So it will get people to buy tickets to the show. Um, Are you a Paula Abdul fan? And do you have a favorite song? Yes, I'm a huge fan of Paula Abdul. I grew up as a dancer. You so did? I, yeah, I remember going to my friends' houses to watch her music videos because we didn't have MTV or TV. So I would go and watch her music videos. And I love all of her videos because uh, of the dancing. She's an I, amazing dancer. Yes. Um, even though it's her, my favorite album that she released, I was only two years old, but I would I watched it all through like my teenage years too. She's such an inspiration in the dance community. I love um rush rush um the one where she's tap dancing in the beginning straight up tell me do you want to love me forever yeah the opening tap in that yes where she's tapping and she's doing Uh all that that's my favorite by the way her standing next to all the other girls there I didn't realize she was so tiny she's teeny tiny she's the tiny short little tiny petite little thing she's so cute and hasn't really aged at all no, we need to know her secrets. I know. I don't know where she lives, but I feel like she could be on a housewife show. Um, she absolutely would rock it as a housewife. Well, she did have a show on Bravo. I don't know if you remember this called Hey Paula. It was back in 2007, right? I know. She, that. I know. So she's basically technically a Bravo celebrity oh, pretty yeah. much because she's been on Bravo before. 
Um, but yeah, but that that was the end of uh, Crappy Lake. Cute episode. I think one or two more to go. Fan thought Sonia goes too far. She's too vulgar. Vulgar. And um, I just think that's Sonia. I think it's funny. Maybe Sonia is not like everybody's cup of tea. That's Sonia. Yeah. I don't think she's too vulgar. I just think she, I mean, you have seen every orifice, every naked part of that girl's body on the show. And I like that. I don't know. Um, I would love to see Paula Abdul as a housewife. Somebody said, I said the same thing. Uh, not surprised. Luann has never heard of Christmas in July. I had never heard of it either. But when I did Ultimate Girls Trip, we had Christmas in I don't know, September or whatever it was. It's kind of a cool concept. Yeah, it is a cool concept. I'd never heard of it either, but don't we celebrate Independence Day in July? Like, isn't that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. There's yeah. so many holidays. I think it's yeah. just an excuse to uh, give presents, have fun. I could, yeah, I can see it in a small town, especially. It's a reason to come together. There's not For much sure. going on, you know? Yep. Well, that's it. I thank you so much for coming on and filling in for Teddy. Love you so much. And I can't wait for September 5th. September 5th. Happy birthday. Tune in to Bravo to watch season four of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City doing their thing. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I love you. And I can't wait to see you at BravoCon. I know. I can't wait to see you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.